Final half hour of the show, Brian, the run home with Joel and Fletch. Our next guest, I wonder whether he'd be um, an investor in your business. I definitely. He definitely? Definitely. Okay, well, let's do it, shall we? Uh, This is uh, the run home with Joel and Fletch, all thanks to Hyundai Kona N-Line. Imagine to be bold. And uh, by the way, congratulations to Bob for our caller of the day with the weather update, Golf Box Australia's greatest (laughs) golf superstore, (laughs) golf's best brands and the biggest range. Shop at golfbox.com.au. And he's also in the mix to win the call of the week. Yes. All thanks to Red Smoke Alarms as well. But joining the run home with Joel and Fletch, well, this bloke, he just goes bang, crash, wallop when he's in the middle of that cricket crease, Brian. Mm. I'm talking about Chris Lynn. Lynn Sanity joins the run home with Joel and Fletch. How are you, mate? Hello, man. Very well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. So, Lenny, where are you um, now? You in Australia? Well, I'm currently I'm in my office, which office. I've never really been in before. I only <laughs> take like calls in here, so um, yeah, in home in Brisbane, mate. Weather's beautiful. It's obviously Cup week, great great week in Australia. Um, World Cups on, uh, big bashes looming. So trying to have the head down and, and stay off the piss, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> well, mate, now, now well, you're in the office, so therefore maybe an entrepreneur. Brian, if this was Shark Tank, yeah. can you sell your idea, your novel idea, mm. to the man Chris Lynn? <laughs> All right. So, Lenny, you've heard of Kentucky Tours, I'm sure. Oh, I'm a big fan of them, yeah. Have you ever, okay. Have you ever been on a Kentucky Tour? I haven't. Okay. But I've been on plenty of tours. Okay. But the Kentucky tour, you're 18 to 35s. They go there, Mm -hmm. they get a bit loose, they have a bit of fun, then you settle down, you come back in. What about this for an idea? What about for Mm -hmm. divorcees? So this is a bit different. It's 36s to 55 year olds, and it's basically a Kentucky tour, Mm. but for people who are a little bit older. So we're staying in better hotels, the bus is a little bit nicer. But you can still go out there with the object to find love and start porking in Paris. Thoughts, <laughs> Linny? Well, what, like you, it's going to have to be seventy-five percent off because that's what blokes lose, don't they? Well, oh. okay, okay. <laughs> well, maybe the girls can fund the boys because mm. some, yeah, you yeah, know, not bad off. I'm okay. not sure how how you're going to raise the capital, raise that, but um, good luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> so you're it's a no. No, it's. Uh, I'll let you know when I'm divorced. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not asking you. I'm not asking you to come along. I'm just looking for some dosh. You won't get divorced. Uh, you won't get divorced. No, nah, mate. I'm winding down my career, mate. You know, come on. Um, doesn't grow in trees, unlike some people down in Sydney. But um, <laughs> mate, yeah. I could probably tip a little bit of experience. How about that? Okay. But Brian, you know what? Like when you think about it, right? So you're targeting a very hot market because about fifty percent. I don't mean to be a doomsayer, but about 50% of marriages fall through. Imagine 50, if Apple said to you... 54%. 54%. Yeah. Imagine if Apple said to you, listen, Brian, here's a phone. Yep. It's going to work 54% of the time. Would yeah. you buy it? <laughs> I probably wouldn't. Yeah. I probably would Hey, Lenny, you're talking about you're in Brizzy, but you're, you're back with the strikers for this year. Yep. So what happens there, mate? Will you just go down, like move back down to Adelaide for how long and what, what, how does that all yeah, work? Yeah, so um, I'll head down like the start of December and the family's going to come down with me. Um, they put us up in a two-bedroom apartment, self-service. So I'm actually not down there for that long since, since considering you, you travel for, you know, Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, all the, all the games. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, basically down there for a month and head off. I actually don't play finals, unfortunately, um, which is not ideal, but um, in, in one sense, I get to look after myself and go to Dubai for another time. Oh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, we're talking about. Yeah, I might be able to invest into this amazing business um, <laughs> once I come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're coming up with ideas. <laughs> they a lot of very good to me last year, so I've got no reason. 
and and hopefully I can have another another great year with the bat. What, so, Lenny, what happens in Dubai? Who are you going over there to play for? Uh, I'm playing in the it's a Emirates League, um, and so I play with uh, my team owner is actually a Dani mob. Um, so they've got a lot of love, a lot of hate towards them. Um, depends what side of the fence you sit on, but the you know they're awesome people. They've got a, I know they're known for their mining, but they've got a sports line company as well, and they own one of the teams over there. So uh, we actually won it last year. So I've got to go back there and um, yeah, try and replicate that. Right. Any other Australian cricketers go over there? Well, uh, they do, but just they sort of get late call ups because of it crosses over with the big bash. And the thing is, um, a lot of guys are state contracted as well. So for Queensland, New South Wales, in Sheffield Shield, and one day cricket, whereas I'm not. So I'm a freelance player, which gives me a bit more uh, freedom to, to tour right. and play in, in those other franchises, which is great in one sense. Uh, but in saying that, there's not as much security. So the onus actually is, um, you know, go out there, score runs. Otherwise, you don't know what's going to happen next year. Chatting with Chris Lynn, who loves to bash that ball around the park, as Maxi did the other day. I'd love your take on that, Lenny. Mate, it's basically just sent the coach's textbook out the window. Yeah. Um, I, well, I was up watching it, and I was just, you know, you can you want to get your foot to the ball and do all that and be technically correct. How simple did he make it look by just keeping his head still? Yep. Um, obviously, had a cramp in, in both legs, his back, his calves. Um you know, it's hot in Mumbai, but um, yeah, how how well he simplified it and his will to win, his will to win for Australia is, you know, superb. And I know they he wanted to go off at one point and the physio um, said, no, no, you're right, stay back out there. And that's what, um, you know, that's what you need in those environments. And they're just, they're building up perfectly for, for a huge semi-final, then, a, then a hopefully a final. So, Lenny, a lot of people, a lot of good judges are saying it's definitely the best one-day knock we've ever seen. Some yeah, of these saying it's, it's the best knock that in any forms of cricket. What what do you think? Um, well, I think you've got to take into consideration, obviously, the scoreboard. So we were seven for 90. So, you know, the boys obviously happy they won, but Maxwell should be coming off the field actually a bit pissed off, I reckon, mm. the fact that they've put in that position um, because, you know, that's happened a couple of times now and he, um, he's come out with Paddy Cummins and saved the game. But... Um, I think, yes, it's the greatest one-day knock ever. Uh, as for the greatest knock ever, I'm not sure. He did get dropped by Majib on about 30-odd. Um, and that's something that I sort of look at. Um, you know, did he give a chance or two throughout the field? Yeah, he probably I think he gave two chances. Yes, he can't control that. But, you know, some of the best knocks that have been double hundreds or triple hundreds have been chanceless. So, um, I mean, I don't watch a lot, like every bit of cricket, but... Um, Definitely, definitely greatest one day knock, no doubt. Hey, Lenny, you, you raise a good point there, and they call it uh, in sport winning wallpaper. So we had a massive win, and we're charging towards the finals. But this is real. Yep. There's a big issue behind it. If you're playing Afghanistan and you're down seven for ninety odd, in in thinking about winning wallpaper, and yes, we're on our way to the semi-finals. Do you consider mm. any changes, Lenny? No, I don't think so. I think I'm very big on not flirting with form. Yeah. Um, David Warner obviously had a good campaign. And Mitch Marsh is hitting the ball well, but we still like to go back to where we were. We're getting those good, nice starts and having wickets in hand, really setting that platform. You know, Josh Inglis has had cameos. Uh, Marcus Stoinis, cameo here and there. But I think the boys t- just get another opportunity, um, you know, for time in the middle. Um, as for the bowlers, they've done a great job. They want to keep taking wickets. Um, I can't remember who we play. Is it maybe 
Pakistan in the last game. Oh, I can't remember, but you know, it's just another great opportunity to to get used to the indie conditions. Um, yes, we have qualified, but you, you just don't flirt with form. You don't want to, you know, take anything for granted at this stage in tournament. If there is an injury, so be it. That's part of the game. You keep moving on. Um, we've got the depth there. We've got guys like Cameron Green that are sitting on the bench, ready to go. If he gets an opportunity, then then so be it. Adam Zampa has been in great form with the ball, but previously to the World Cup, his form wasn't that great. So. Um, you just want to keep rolling with the punches. And, um, yeah, we're, we're two-man match, well, three-man match performances away from winning the World Cup. That's the way I see it. Bangladesh, Brian. Bang, we're playing Bangladesh. So, uh, bang, yeah, yeah, the bangers, right. bangers and mash. Hey, um, Lenny, <laughs> we were talking to Ian Smith here, so the great Kiwi, and he said yep. Australia is the only team that can beat India. The only team. He, he, think, he put a line think, through the Kiwi. I Do you agree? So. Yeah, I think so. Um, I just think... Uh, obviously, they're huge games, but the, the people in that lineup have won World Cups um, in the Aussie lineup I'm talking about. India do, um, you know, have a bit like South Africa, have the ability to, to choke in big games. Um, yes, they are, you know, short odds um, to win the comp at home. You know, they love the conditions. They play the best cricket in their own conditions. But what we have is, is a couple more match winners, I believe, and we've got that hunger to win. Uh, more than anyone, I believe. So, Davey Warner, it might be his last World Cup. I don't know. He wants to go out on a high. All these blokes are just over there. They've done the work. And I think the lead-up has been probably the most important thing that I've found. Um, yeah, we didn't play that well leading up, but we found our combinations. Um, and the boys look like they're having fun. I mean, Maxwell, I don't know if how many beers he had the other day on that <laughs> golf buggy, but let's do it, do it again and again. Double hundreds. If we're going to the pub, Linny, and it was Brian, myself, you, and we said, right, I bring four of the current Australian cricketers who are over there at the moment. <laughs> Which four are we bringing? Oh, Jesus. Um, I'm going to say Josh Hazelwood is number one. Yep. He, he definitely flies under the radar. I mean, they're all they're all actually good swillers, to be honest, Marcus. Stoinis, because <laughs> they're... Obviously, he's a rooster. Mm. Uh, Mitch Mush is a big... He's a beauty. Um, plenty of banter there. And I'll say... Um, I'll probably say Adam Zampa, actually. Oh. But as I said, the best thing about that group is they're hanging out, um, you know, not compulsory sessions, compulsory bonding, bonding sessions. They're going out, they're having fun. It looks like it on social media anyway. So um, a bit like, much like the Broncos this year, they were doing things away from, um, you know, footy together um, without being told to do it. So I think that's a huge factor in, in winning teams. Lenny, in one day uh, culture, do you go in and have a beer in the opposition dressing room as well, or is that more just for like five day cricket and four day cricket? No, you definitely do. Not not so much in World Cups because it's obviously a longer campaign. But um, generally, if it's a you know, tri series or bilateral series, you do it at the end of the um, end of the series. Um, but definitely after each Test match, they do it. Um, I know. And um, oh, in Sheffield Shield, they, they definitely do it. Because that's when you learn the most as well. Mm. Um, you, you don't, obviously, you learn from your teammates. And I think one thing that Darren Lehman brought in, and I, I absolutely loved it and always stick with me, we have to hand our phones in, obviously, for any corruption and whatnot. But he wouldn't, you, wouldn't let, you weren't allowed to get your phone for an hour after the day's play. And I thought that was just amazing because we, we had to talk to each other. You learn. You talk to the opposition. Um, you know, you might be playing against some of your heroes. So it's actually pretty cool. Then the first bloke who gets his phone out shouts the first round of beers. So, oh, yeah. Uh, find out who the tight asses are. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tim Payne, they reckon. Tight ass. <laughs> really? Uh, well, he's yeah. actually on the coaching staff of the Strikers this year, mm. so I'm excited to work with him. Yeah, I've heard he's a tight ass. 
when he was the skipper because you had to put the you know the old credit <laughs> yeah, I've card. Heard that. Yep. Credit card roulette. Yep. <laughs> um, Lenny, do you know Joe Root very well? Oh, I do. Yeah, I actually, his brother actually lived with me um, when he came out and played at club stint at my club team here in Brisbane. Is he all right? He comes across <laughs> as a bit of an A grade. <laughs> Well, are you talking about his shot last night or the night No, before? no, just the way he was talking, you know, he was saying, oh, I wouldn't change oh, his okay. side. I know he's... Their, their side on paper. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I suppose they're just trying to have that fake noise that, you know, just try and bluff a bit. Um, obviously, I know Brandon McCullum really well and, and he's over there working with the test lineup, but hasn't quite filtered through to the um, one-day format in this series. But uh, Matthew Mott, again, the, the England coach, actually lives around the corner from me here. So... I mean, it just happens. I mean, well, I know because I'm thinking of when Davey Warner pulled point. the wig off him in that. Uh, I think they were, in, yeah, were they in Birmingham? Mm. I know Davey yeah, Warner likes so, to fire yeah, he up. He gave him one, he wasn't hard enough, so Davey could probably let, work on his left or right. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, he's actually a good fella, Joe Root. And I mean, it's like anything, you know, Fletch, it's um, if you're a dickhead, you get found out mm. and you're not in the system for mm. that extended period. Joe Root's one of the you know greats of the game. Um, I think he's probably second to Alistair Cook in in the Test runs for England. So he's obviously um, a huge asset for them. But I think they're just trying to they're just trying to sell and, and you know believe their own drink their own bathwater as such. Lenny, you said you're in the office before. What are you doing? Like what are you what are you doing work wise when it's not the willow in your hand? Well, it's it's um, feed time for the little ones. So I'm just trying to hide, to be honest. So, uh, <laughs> We've done that. Um, what's what's in the office? <laughs> Tell me what's in the office. Have you got a print, well, printer? Actually, I've got a printer that I don't know how to. Uh, it's been here for about four years. The only bloke that's turned on is Darrell Yaoyi. <laughs> oh, um, there's an Amy Shark signed guitar, and I got no idea um, how to use that. Um, <laughs> what else? There's an iron. I definitely don't know how to use that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, there's office. a lot of Sounds like my old. And uh, how'd you spend the uh, Melbourne Cup, mate? Uh, well, I actually went to a Lexus event down at Howard Smith Wharves, which I'm pretty sure you're familiar with. Um, and then, yeah, not not too much, mate, but I, I struggled to back a winner and uh, mm. I could actually say the same today for the Oaks. It's mm. tough. Well, what, what are the race? Have we got a tip for him for later on, maybe to price, Brian? Oh, yeah, Hawkesbury. Race Hawkesbury race seven, seven. Number seven. Divazino. Steve Yeah, yeah, I've heard, I've heard good things about this one, and I heard you're not bad on the on the mail as well. So I'll uh, I'll be following it up, and if it doesn't win, then I'll be ready for an invoice. I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, what about in Dubai? Because you can't drink. Can, yep. you dr- can you drink over there? Like, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, but it's you good got. To, oh, okay. I thought you weren't allowed to. So what? Just in the hotels and stuff in in your hotel? Yeah, just not out, not out in public. Yeah, it's um, it's frowned upon out in public, but. It's a, it's a great city. Obviously, it's it's pretty expensive. It is a bit superficial, but um, no, it's obviously great for cricket because it's not like you know the big bash here where you get on a flight or, or like footy when you you're playing Brisbane one week and then you're in Sydney or Melbourne or Perth where you just jump on a bus and you're at the stadium with half an hour and um, yeah you get the you get the nestle into your hotel room which are which are all new over there and the service is just fantastic. Um, it, it's great for families too. Awesome. I'm going to go. Lenny, have you got a show to tip us into, a movie or anything you've watched lately? Um, I, I was going to tip you into NLL 360. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you want to go to sleep. Uh, insomnia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> not with Gordy. Uh, no, not with Gordy. I can't say. Poor old Gordy. I don't watch it. I watch the races, to be honest, and I watch, I watch live sport. That's basically all I watch. Um, other than that, yeah, I, I save my movies and whatnot for for, for tours and, and plane rides. Okay, well, when you go to Dubai, 
get involved in the Millie Vanilli uh, documentary. Very Millie good. Vanilli. You, you would you would right. remember them. They um they were caught lip syncing, lip syncing, lip. What am I saying? Lip syncing, lip syncing, Brian's lip syncing, lip syncing. It's a great great show. It's on uh, one of those streams. Yeah, it sounds awesome. No, yeah, it's, it's, just tell you know me. who Millie Vanilli is, Lenny. You might be a bit too young. No, I've actually got no idea. No. What? Oh yeah, see, we're not yeah, talking to young. forty year olds. Four um, time. Just mm. before we go, Brian, the, mm. the board has continued, and they're loving you, Linny, by the way, but uh, continue to come through with suggestions of the name of your particular venture, Brian. Oh, yeah. Give it one last sell, and maybe what's the last one as far as a name suggestion of your tour is concerned? Well, there's fornicating in France, there's slippery in Slovenia, there's balls deep in Bulgaria, which I think is quite catchy. I don't mind that. Oh, this is a good one. Three-way in Norway. See? The uh, divorcees like to experiment because, you know, they've might have been married for 20 or yeah. 20 odd years and thinking, Correct. you know, this is now the time mm. to get the whips mm. and the no, bells I, I and the like whistles. It. I like it. Can you please send me a pitch deck, please, Fletch? Yeah, yeah. I, I will. I will. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what that is either. I might say. <laughs> no, no, we'll send it though. Um, Lenny, we're on 8, 12 and 13 in this next race for the Quaddy, mate. So give it strength and thanks for joining the run yeah, over Joel absolutely. and Fletch. I'm actually going to jump on the horse as well, boys. So Good on you, Lenny. Chat and give it strength. Next time Chris, Lenny. Lenny, next time you're in Bondi, uh, give me a bell. Yep. Let's, Absolutely. Let's Absolutely. I'll be down there for Big Bash, so not too oh, far away. Oh, okay. Beautiful. We should get, get him in the program. Uh, Lenny, <laughs> thanks for joining the run home with Joel and Fletch. We'll catch you soon, mate. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Right, uh, easy keeper. Lock him in, Brian. I've locked him in. I'm just going to type it in now. Yep. <laughs> he's a keeper. Lemsipping. Lemsip. Lemsip is the mick. <laughs>